Super Talk Mississippi media production. Mississippi State down in Tiger Stadium this Saturday. Joining me now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline is my friend Brody Miller. He covers the Tigers for The Athletic. And Brody, we talked back, I think, what, in like May? I think we, we did a preview of LSU all the way back then. And I don't know that anybody that I talked to between you know that, that original interview and now has changed what they have to say more than you have. It's been an, <laughs> an, an unbelievable offseason in Tiger State, or in, in, I guess I should say at LSU, just start at the beginning there, and and what what is this LSU team going to be? We already knew they were going to be different, but now I don't know. I don't even I don't know what to make of them. Yeah, you know it, it's funny because we all they were already the number one. Like, hey, how do you even predict this kind of team? Just because you know, obviously the replace they were already replacing you know fourteen or fifteen starters, and already losing all these like their main two offensive and defensive coordinators. You know, they're already yeah. so much unknown, and now you lose. You know, well, shoot, I mean, since we probably talked, Marcel Brooks is probably the least talked about. He was a playmaker. He's a TCU now. They, Jamar Chase, the best receiver in football, he's opted out. Tyler Shelvin, who has a possible first-round NFL nose tackle, you know, he, he opted out. Neil Farrell opted out as a starter defense tackle. He opted back in. Kerry Vincent, another their starting nickel corner, opted out. So they've lost a lot of guys. And then and then also I'd even mention, you know, two guys who, as of March, were slotted to be their defensive ends, Justin Thomas and D.K. McClendon, they transferred out. And, and I'm not sure both of them actually would have been starters or anything like that. Those aren't necessarily game changers, but that's more change. So, yeah, there's a point now where this team's only returning five starters from last season, which, based on our research, is the by far the least in, uh, many team has brought back in the past. You know, in the modern era, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah it's 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 tricky. And and all I say all that to say, I don't know how much my overall outlook changes, and I'm sure we're going to get to that. But it's weird because yes, I feel less confident than I did say five months ago. But it's still five-star talent around this roster. It's still a really talented team. They still should take care of business in six, maybe seven games this year. So it's it's a weird year to handicap because it's so unknown, but there is talent. Right. I mean, that's what you expect with LSU. They're, they're just going to be a good team year in and year out. Let's start with the guy who's been the constant in all this, and that's Miles Brennan. You know, finally hits his time in, in Baton Rouge after sitting behind Joe Burrow for the past couple of years. He can't possibly – well, I mean, I say he can't. I, I would be surprised if he duplicated – Joe Burrow's production from a season ago. I, I just don't see, especially in a ten-game season. But you know what? What can you expect from Miles Brennan? What do you expect from Miles Brennan? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect Joe Burrow. I, I don't even expect necessarily you know one of the top three quarterbacks in the SEC or anything. I think Miles Brennan, at least this year, you know, maybe twenty twenty-one, I have higher expectations. But but this year, first year, a lot of new. I, I expect a pretty solid quarterback. I mean, I mean, the scouting report on Brennan basically is. Really, really live arm that can make NFL throws. Pretty smart guy, but definitely has to get the, you know, just some of that game experience of playing in the SEC down. He needs to get better at reading defenses. He needs to get better at those those little nuances, right, of, like, looking off receivers and stuff like that. So he has some things. He's going to throw some interceptions. I feel pretty confident in that. But he's, I bet – so my, my, my prediction really is he's going to be a guy who – I bet two or three times this year is going to just tear it up and maybe even win them a game they shouldn't because he has that kind of you know ability to put it together. I'm trying to think of a great you know comparison in that sense. I'm not he's not Chad Kelly wise in any in the way he plays in the slightest, <laughs> but almost like that. You know, yeah. where like I bet he's going to have a game or two like that, and I bet he's also going to have a game or two where he maybe makes a bunch of mistakes and really is the difference in a loss. You know, I think it's going to be a bit of give and take. But when it all comes together, I expect a 
a B quarterback. And B's not bad. B at LSU would have been fantastic for the last decade and a half. You know, they would have loved that before Burrow. So, so I, I think we'll be solid, but I think there'll be some, some mistakes. You know, you're already trying to replace Justin Jefferson, who really had a fantastic year for LSU. You had to replace Thaddeus Moss. <laughs> you had to replace uh, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And then Jamar Chase drops out. You sort of know what you have with Terrace Marshall, I think. Mississippi State fans will remember Racy McMath. He had a big game up here in Starkville last year. Let's talk about the guy you wrote an article about this week, and that's Eric Gilbert, who I have, I've heard a ton about. I, you can't get away from it at this point. I actually listened a little bit to uh, to Coach O this morning down on Baton Rouge Radio, and, and I mean, this guy is everywhere. Tell me about him. Yeah, it, it's kind of a it's a level of you know hype. I I haven't really seen it a little bit, and yeah. I, and I say that as somebody who just covered Derek Stingley's freshman year, and even that's different. I mean, Derek Stingley was, at least in my life, the most just college ready freshman I've ever seen in my life. And day one as a freshman, you really could have argued he was the best corner in college football last year, and I saw that. And Eric Gilbert's even different because it's this almost like folklorish upside hype. And it, it, I mean, I don't mean this as like a literal comparison again, but it almost reminds me of like Clowney coming into the freshman where you're just like, how is this guy in college? Where so basically for your listeners, Eric Gilbert is a six foot five, two hundred fifty pound tight end who is really going to be a receiver. He's a volume receiver. He's like a Calvin Johnson type. And and I mean for context, he's the first tight end to ever win Gatorade National Player of the Year. Just to show you like what he was doing in high school. And also he's the highest rated tight end in the history of twenty four seven sports ranking. So he's kind of a freak. And I mean he was. Thad Moss broke every LSU record for tight ends receiving last year, and I, and I really think he's an improvement there. He's maybe the only position on the team where I say LSU's actually better, and that's how good he can be. And you know, he's a guy who, yes, he's a tight end, and he's a solid blocker, from what I understand. But he is a he, like in high school, for example, in the highest classification of Georgia. I mean, they were running design screens for him, and this was a six foot five, two hundred fifty pound athlete who was catching screens for seventy yard touchdowns. So. That also helps kind of paint a picture of what he can do. And yeah, I haven't seen it in person yet. So, I mean, there's always, there needs to be a part of me that still is like, hey, I'll believe it when I see it. And you just never know how easily a freshman's going to contribute. But, I mean, he's been tearing it up at every LSU scrimmage, beating up on the LSU defense. My prediction is, yeah, Terrace Marshall's obviously the number one guy this year. But my hot take is Gilbert, I think, will actually be their second most productive receiver this year. That's, that's pretty scary when you think about it. The, the, the guy you're describing sounds like. Barkevius Mingo. It sounds like he should be playing defense with that kind of yeah. athleticism and size, but to have him out there on offense, that's going to be a tough test for an MSU secondary that is not exactly battle-ready. Uh, we'll just put it that way. But let's talk about LSU's defense. Bo Pelini is back in town, going back to a 4-3. Some LSU people I've talked to said that they feel like the personnel suits the 4-3 a little bit better than, than what Dave Aranda wanted to do. Do you, do you agree with that assessment? What do you think about this LSU defense? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm it's tricky because the loss of Shelvin and the loss of those DMs kind of like waters down my excitement to watch this defense. But but I'm somebody who was definitely at least back probably when I was on your show in, in May or whenever that mm-hmm. I had a you know I had a feeling this defense is really going to be the strength of this team and there's a chance that if Pelini you know it still has it you know if he's still sharp after ten years away from this level I mean I think he could be this defense could be one of the better ones in the country. I mean, that def- the defensive tackles are really, really good. Glenn Logan, Optuica, Neil Farrell, I think those are three names who could be all SEC kind of guys. And they were playing in that 3-4, and they were good. They were all very solid defensive linemen. But that 3-4, I mean, as you know, it's, it's a lot more gap protection and holding blocks and setting those linebackers up. And that is not what Ed Ogeron 
he, he trusted Dave Aranda because Dave Aranda is one of the best coordinators in football, but that is not what Ed Ogeron wants. He wants his USC defensive line. He wants his Miami defensive line. It's an attacking 4-3, letting those guys take advantage of mismatches and get upfield and rush the passer, create havoc. That is what he wants. And to be honest, that is what Neil Farrell, Glenn Logan, and Ophelika, they're really athletic big guys. I mean, they actually should thrive in that setting. So I'm really excited to see what the, that defensive line does. I'm, I'm skeptical of the DNs. I think that defensive end, there's a ton of upside at the end. There's a lot of like guys who have, you know, B.J. O'Jolari is a name everyone should know who I think will maybe hold some career sack records when he leaves. You know, I mean, they got some huge upside there, but there is zero certainty at defensive end. So that's, of course, a question mark. But that secondary is loaded with Derek Stingley, Jacoby Stevens, you know, five-star Elias Ricks, Cornell Slott. It's a really deep group there. Linebacker is not deep, but, I mean, Jabril Cox and Damone Clark, at least, that, that too, I think, is, you know, one of the best, at least, you know, core two linebackers, you know, when they go 4-2-5 in a nickel. That's, that's as good of a starting two as you're going to see, or at least one of the better ones. So I think this defense, if healthy, which, you know, during these times isn't very confident, there's a, there's a chance this defense really is the strength of this team. Let's talk about that secondary real quick because if you're playing Mississippi State this year, that's where you've got to look. You know, Stingley, as we all know, he would be a top five draft choice if he was eligible this year. Uh, you know, Jacoby Stevens, one of the more experienced and better players in the SEC. But there's a couple of new faces back there in the secondary. Are they prepared to to face an offense that's going to throw the ball fifty plus times a game? Yeah, I mean that's it's going to be interesting. I think so. I mean, well, Cordell Flott, for example. I mean, he's. He's a, we're not, it's unclear what exactly his role will be, but he is listed as a starter, and he's either going to be the outside corner or the nickel. My guess is nickel. And he's a guy who, I mean, you, I believe you probably saw the Mississippi State game, and he played as a true freshman, rotated in, and he was a guy, I remember at one point in October or so, Dave Aranda kind of told one of the broadcast crews that he's actually their, their, their most trusted cover corner at the time, which was mind-blowing when you had singly and pulled. So, and, and he, I think he's a thin guy. He has a lot of development to do. I'm not saying he's going to be some all SEC guy, but he's a guy who I definitely think is ready. And then Elias Ricks, that five-star freshman from California, went to IMG. He's a guy who also seems like my guess is will be the starting outside corner. So, I mean, those guys, yeah, like you said, Mississippi State is playing in an air raid. There's a chance they make some mistakes. Absolutely. But I actually, my gut feeling is they might actually be slightly better at corner this year, which I know sounds weird, but... Terry Vincent, you know, he was kind of a, even though some of the criticism might have been unfair and all that, he was kind of a weak link at times last year, even as a two-year starter. He made a lot of mistakes. He opted out this year, and I kind of think that they might actually be stronger with Flott and, and, and Ricks and Jay Ward than they were with, you know, Fulton Vincent. Because Fulton also, as much as he was a stud and a great player, he made a lot of mistakes at times last year. Mm-hmm. So I think corner will be pretty strong. I see a lot of points on Saturday. I think, you know, LSU is going to get their points at State. I, I have questions and marks on the defense. But Mike Leach is going to get some points. I, I don't know if we have enough to beat, to beat LSU. How do you see this game playing out? You know, it's, it's, it's funny because I, I think there's the part of your brain and I think everyone's brain that has to start with, yeah, the Mike Leach team. They're going to be spicy. They're going to be a team that makes life difficult for people. So, I mean, yeah, my, my initial thought. And I think, by the way, over the course of Mike Leach's career in Starkville, I think he's going to have a lot of those kind of games. But there's this part of me that just can't help but think it's, it's a new coach teaching a new funky scheme during a pandemic without a spring, a new quarterback, all that stuff. And then you have, like you said, some issues, you know, maybe this, this the state secondary and stuff like that, where I just I look at it and I'm like, I think Mississippi State's going to be fine in a long haul, but... I think week one, that's just one of those things where they, I don't know how 
you would know better than me, and I'm deferring to you, but like I don't know how ready they're going to be or how smooth things are going to be there. So part of me just kind of thinks at the end of the day, LSU's talent level, even with the uncertainty, kind of should roll in this one. That's my gut feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not far off that prediction. They're just, they're just the more talented team. Even with the lack of depth that LSU sort of has right now because of all the opt-outs, you know, State's 20th best player might be LSU's 50th best player. And that's just how I've been looking at this game in terms of I just think LSU's just more talented up up and down the roster, and we'll see. But that said, I do think State can, can make things interesting just because they're going to be so different. And the newness of this game, Brody, is, I mean, there's new coordinators on both sides. You've got new quarterbacks on both sides. I mean, it's going to be totally different than the game we watched just a season ago uh, here in Starkville. So we'll see how it all pans out. Brody Miller from The Athletic, man, thanks so much for joining me. I always appreciate it. Always good catching up, my friend. Uh, hopefully i see you sometime soon. Take care. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.